Hey, I'm Rusty. And I'm Heather. And we're the Bryants, and this is the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. We are here to encourage healthy marriages, strengthen wounded marriages, and begin the process of restoration to broken marriages. We aren't licensed counselors, but we are a redeemed couple that loves the Lord and wants to help you journey through this messy, challenging, and fun part of life called marriage. Welcome back to another episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. Rusty and Heather Bryant back with you. And it's th- Easter. Uh, yes. And see, the thing is, I've thought about this today because I know what we're going to talk about. Sure. Is ex- I mean, it's it's like it's what Easter is all about. Mm-hmm. But uh, there there will be people that will listen to this. I mean, once this goes on the on the podcast out in the World Wide Web, the mm-hmm. Internet, whatever you want to say. You're showing your age. I know. I do that on purpose. It's funny. Um, People could listen to this years from now, and there's no telling when they're going to listen to it. It's not going to be Easter for them. In fact, when everybody listens to this this week, it won't be Easter. But that's But it is right now. It is right now. And so, man, it has been a great day because if you have never listened to this before, you don't know much about us, um, I mean, this is obviously, our story is based on the fact that we are believers. Yeah. And so today is like the Super Bowl. for, And we also, we both had an opportunity to lead worship at church this morning. Not just this morning, but yesterday <laughs> and then three <laughs> services today. So, you know, every now and then my voice yes. sounds like Barry White. To, and it definitely say, does talk to today. us, Barry. It definitely does today. So... Um, so if we have a little bit of tired voices, that's okay, but we still have a ton of excitement because it has been an amazing day. And like, I, I am just really, really, really excited about this particular episode because we've been talking about it together for a couple of days. So before we jump into that, we've got, we've got to tell two things. First of all, one, the first thing is we're going to introduce a brand new marriage resource this, this week. Um, this is the first time we're announcing it. We haven't put it on social media Mm-mm. or anything. So, uh, in um, and again, people are listening to this at a different at different times. But sure. if you're listening to this up to date, mm-hmm. um, we are going to we are going to have our very first opportunity for people to actually meet with us. Yeah, and obviously, people can't meet with us from all over the world face to face. So we are going to have our first ever Zoom chat, and the way we're calling this. Just a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is, is I don't even like coffee, but I do. But you do, so I'll do sit with you. I will sit with you. But <laughs> in all seriousness, we're gonna do about a thirty-minute session where we're just gonna share um, and hopefully share kind of one thing that uh, can help you in your marriage, but just a chance for us to get to know some of our listeners a little sure. bit better. But here's the catch. The only way that you can get the Zoom link is if you actually sign up for our newsletter. I mean, not our newsletter, our email list. And our email list can be, you can sign up for that by giving us your your email address through our website, Mm -hmm. theredeemedmarriage.com. So if you are listening to this, and even if it's sometime in the future, hopefully we're still do, <laughs> we're still doing <laughs> right, that. Right. But um, you know, right now there's no 
uh, set how how many of these we're going to do or when mm-hmm. we're going to do them because we're just going to see see what the response is. And sure. so we're excited about it, and we would love to invite you to be a part of that. So be watching on social media, but you can go and join our email list at theredeemedmarriage.com. So hopefully you'll join us for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we can't wait to see the faces of people that have been listening to us. Um, second thing is this. Man, we got an incredible review um, a couple of days ago. It was short and sweet, but it was like, I, I, I we don't have it pulled up. We, we don't usually read the reviews and stuff. We have a couple of times. But man, it was just like, hey, this couple basically allowed God to work a miracle, mm-hmm. and it happened. Mm-hmm. And I think the title of it was Genuine, and I mm-hmm. love that. And so a lot of times at the end, we say, hey, don't forget to go and rate mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. review. So we're doing that now, so you're actually still listening. Mm-hmm. And uh, so so I, we would love for you to do that. If, um, if our uh, podcast is making an impact on you or your marriage, we just love a, a, an honest rating and review from you. So if you can go and do that. That would be great. All right. Hey, let's jump into this thing. So the whole premise of Easter. What is Easter? Go. Me? <laughs> the, the, the whole premise is it's death to life. Absolutely. And the fact is that we serve a risen Savior. And we celebrate that. We celebrate the fact that Jesus is alive. Mm. Um, And so today, we're going to just talk about death to life. And because our marriage story is a story of death to life. And so we want to be able to just give some hope, because that's Mm -hmm. what Easter is all about. Give some hope Mm -hmm. to you, to your marriage. So whether it's you personally that just feels you're in a a hopelessness, or if it's your marriage and you just feel like there's like you're just in a place where it's like I'm dying, mm-hmm. like my marriage is dying, I'm mm-hmm. dying, I'm in mm-hmm. this place of hopelessness. We want to give you hope and say Jesus is the resurrection and he can resurrect dead things. That's right. And we are proof of that. So whatever it is that you're facing, it's just hope. That's what we want right. to give. So um but in order for Jesus to be raised from the dead, he actually had to die. Mm-hmm. So that's historical fact. Mm-hmm. There there was a death on a cross. And so we want to just for a second tell a little bit about the death of our marriage because crazy enough, we both, I think we both this week for some mm-hmm. weird reason, not even talking about right. it, we both pulled out our journals mm-hmm. from from almost 11 years ago yeah, now, so yeah. 10, 10 years ago, uh, when after you confessed to being unfaithful in our marriage. And I pulled mine out and read through it, and I was like, oh, my goodness. The The first page, it's crazy because I'm, I, I almost got a word-for-word message this week from somebody on social media mm-hmm. that messaged us. And it literally sounded like yeah. my my first these the, the first journal entry I did. Right, Somebody right. encouraged us to to journal, and sure. I didn't do a great job. Yeah. But these first few days, mm-hmm. I mean, it's gold. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard, but mm-hmm. it's gold. Yeah. And then when I told you about it, you were like, "Yeah, I, I just read mine the other mm-hmm. day, and it made me want to throw up." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but I just thought it would be great to just start this off 
and let you hear our real, raw, genuine words from those first few days after you confess to being unfaithful. Because I just want this picture to be painted that there was a, it, our marriage was dead. It was dead. And and so we had, I mean, Jesus had to perform a miracle mm-hmm. just like he did right. on Easter. So um, let me read mine first. Okay. Okay, so... Uh, so I'm just going to read it. I mean, there's no there's no editing here. So um, it says, I am six days. So I didn't start start doing mine immediately. Mm-hmm. Somebody, a counselor, a mentor, mm-hmm. somebody said, you need to start journaling. So it said, I am six days into the worst nightmare anyone could ever imagine. The pain and hurt are almost unbearable at times. I have been betrayed. My pride has been stripped away. And I even feel extreme embarrassment for something that I didn't even do. I have run the gauntlet of emotions, anger, hurt, pain, grief, devastation, and even forgiveness. Six days. I am sure the gauntlet will continue for the rest of my life. That's, that's heavy. Mm-hmm. And then I said... I just hope the good days will one day outnumber the bad days. Mm. And then I said, I don't trust anyone anymore, especially Heather. And the demons haunt me with all of the thoughts. Will I ever break free? It is as if I have been placed in a hellish prison for something that I didn't do. Mm. Do you know I've never read that? I know you've never looked at my journal. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You've 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 never heard those words. Mm-mm. Um. So yeah, from my side of things, man. I mean, you talk about going through all of the emotions in six days, and I even said that I've gone through these gauntlet of emotions. But there's people out there, I know, because we got a message that almost had some of these exact words in it this week. But there are people out there that feel just like this. They may not be in the same situation that we're in, but they feel just like this. And when you look at that, there's a little bit of hope there. Um, But that part of it in particular is, I I mean, that's really sad to think that I thought then I was going to live the rest of my life hoping that the good days will one day outnumber the bad days. So, what you got over there? Well, mine is really long, so I'm I'm going to read, but I'm not going to read all of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So, again, mine was August 26th. Yeah, mine was August the 29th. Okay, so a few days before. Yeah, so for a little bit of context, August the 23rd was when you confessed, and then August 28th. 26 the day that you're writing mm-hmm. just kind of all of the information sure. came out okay so yeah. all right so it says today i'm ashes not broken not shattered but a pile of ashes for the very first time i am alone truly alone my husband has been my rock for 22 years and he cannot be here now and just to explain the 22 years we dated for mm-hmm. seven. Right. So this was 15, 15 years, years into, into marriage. marriage, but just wanted to clarify that. My boys need to be away from me right now. 
and I miss them. My arms ache to hold them, and I need their smiles. Sorry. My daddy promised me that God has won this war, and I trust my daddy with my life. I can't see him. I cannot see my my journal because my eyes are... (laughs) Are, are are crying. <laughs> you're like I can't see them. I was like, is that part of your part of your journal entry? Like my, you can't my see tears. your children. There. I mean, my tears are messing up my vision. Okay, um, but right now I do feel like Satan um, has won. I mean, like the iron, not the irony, but the yeah, just how the, that the that day. lines up. Like I feel like Satan won. Yeah, and and that's how things were. Um. On that Easter Mm -hmm. Friday. I have lied and stolen and betrayed my husband and my boys and everyone who loves me. I caused all of this pain. I caused pain and hurt to people who don't deserve it. My husband is the most godly man that I've ever known and I failed him. I lied to him. I turned my back on him and I don't deserve anything from him. I, Heather Bryant, am ashes. God, please put me back together piece by piece and fill me with you so that you can get in every crease and every crescent, every crevice, sorry, of my broken heart. Mm. I know that I know that's hard to read that again, but, um, you know, there's a there's a part of me that's like. It is hard, and it's hard to hear that, and it's hard for me to hear the things that I was thinking back then. But it's just like, you know, kind of the trendy thing to say during the Easter weekend is, it's Friday, Mm -hmm. but Sunday's Sunday's coming. coming. (laughs) And like, you know, we can say that when we celebrate Easter because we know what happened. You know, we we can go through Good Friday and we can remember what Jesus did on the cross, but the whole reason why there's beauty in the cross is because of the resurrection. Like, without the resurrection, the cross doesn't mean anything. Yeah, It's just a dead prophet, that's right. you know? And so we know how the story ends, and, like, that's another one of those little cliche lines. Mm-hmm. We know how that story ends. Mm-hmm. And so as we read this, like, that's what I feel, yeah. you know? I feel that. Well, and, you know, we have the privilege and the blessing of knowing that Sunday's coming. But the people who were standing at the foot of the cross didn't know Sunday was coming. Mm -hmm. And so they felt the heaviness and weight of that Friday, and it felt final. And I, I know without a doubt, we felt the heaviness of that, like Definitely. the finalness. And I and I know that we have listeners out there that are like, I don't know if my Sunday's coming mm-hmm. in my marriage. Yeah, yeah. I just, as I continue, and I'm not going to continue reading, but towards the end of this first day, this was also written. These are the words. It says, in the midst of... Of this Job-like pain and suffering, I keep seeing the picture of God's grace for me through Jesus. And like, 
I know for you, we've done this, we've done this uh, on on several of our episodes before. But the line that Penny, your mentor, said mm-hmm. was, "Don't let her see her sin without catching a glimpse of her Savior." Mm-hmm. And so today, what we want to say on this Easter day is, whatever it is that you're going through, if it's marriage or if it's just something else in your life. We just want you to catch a glimpse of hope. Absolutely. A catch, a catching a glimpse of hope, a picture of God's grace through Jesus, because that's why he died, and that's why there was a resurrection. So for us, you may be, I mean, you may be out there going, okay, well, yeah, that's, that's great. Thanks for the hope. But, like, how do I get there? How do I get from Friday, mm-hmm. from death, mm-hmm. to Sunday, to life and you know i i mean the only way that i can say this like obviously just from hearing my journal you know that there was people can see that there was a foundation in there was a foundation in me that when a storm hit Mm -hmm. like i didn't expect a storm never in a million years would i have dreamed that i would have to walk through that but when the storm hit i had a foundation where I was able to still see in the in the deepest darkest pain I could see a picture of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So there was that within me. Sure. So that's an encouragement to people to make sure that your foundation because people you know the old, the saying is you you've either just finished going through a storm, mm-hmm. you're going through a storm right now or you're about to go through a storm. That's right. just life. So what is your foundation and what right. is it built on? And so work on yourself there mm-hmm. and make sure that your foundation and your hope is in Jesus, even when things are not going bad, because then when it hits, you're ready to, you're ready to see that. You're ready to see that hope and see that picture of Jesus' grace. But I'm here to tell you that the reason why we are where we are today, yes, it required forgiveness on my part, which we talked about last week. Yes, it required me to say, I am willing but what it what it really required was a transformation in your heart. Right. So I just want for just a few minutes as we kind of, I mean, even wrap things up because we could talk forever. This is Easter, and this is the most exciting thing we could talk about. But I just want you to talk about your transformation. Sure. I mean, this is your testimony, and like, like I like I honor that. And I love that. And I love that about you. And I love your testimony that has transformed you, which allowed our marriage That's from right. go to go from death to life. That's right. Well, and I I would I need to say um that without my transformation, our marriage wouldn't be where it is. Exactly. Like it took Jesus working a miracle in my life. Um, for us to be able to work on our marriage and to get get it to a place that is God honoring, and so so the resurrection of our marriage mm-hmm. came from a resurrection um, in my life. That's right. And um, and so yeah, it was probably well, I guess right out a week later when you were talking about that I was um, with my mentor. And a couple of friends. And I just had been in a week-long battle of um, shame and guilt and 
embarrassment and all of that. Um, but I think that I know that I was very much in a place of worldly sorrow. And I know we've talked about this before, but it you can't do this episode without saying the difference between worldly sorrow and godly sorrow. Because worldly sorrow, I think a lot of people are like, I'm sorry, but they're sorry they got caught. I wasn't in a place where I was sorry um, that I'd sinned against God and sinned against the covenant um, that we had made before him. It was a um, sorrow of, I've embarrassed my family, I got caught, um, you know, it, my reputation, our reputation, all of those things. So a week later, when I was meeting with my mentor, and she said those amazingly powerful words of don't let her see her sin without catching a glimpse of her Savior. The reason why she said that is because she saw that I was feeling my sin for the very first time. And they had been praying over me just that the Holy Spirit, because the Holy, we know as Christians and scripture tells us that the Holy Spirit um, brings conviction. He comes into our, into our lives when we accept Christ as our Savior and Lord. And, um, and he brings that conviction of sin. And so I felt that for the very first time. And it was, it was overwhelming and it was um, so powerful that I didn't feel like I could even lift my head up off the, off of the ground. And, um, and then when she spoke those words, I really did catch a glimpse of who he was. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, I think it's in Luke seven and I'm sorry if I'm wrong, but I think it's in Luke seven where he talks about um, the big fat center woman where the, um, the, the people are saying, don't you know who's touching you? And you know, he, she's um, at the feet of Jesus and they said, don't you know, don't you know who's touching you? And he says um, that she has been forgiven much. And he said, those who have been forgiven much love much. Mm -hmm. And I was so forgiven, um, of much that I could not help but fall in love with him in such a powerful way. Um, when you told me to get my journal, I looked at, um, that Friday, September 2nd, because that was the day, um, that, that Mm -hmm. happened. And, um, and I just want to read this first part. It says, on Friday, September 2nd, I was overtaken by the Holy Spirit for the first time in my 36-year life. I felt the full weight of my sin on my shoulders and was beyond overwhelmed at the thought of my Jesus taking my sin on the cross as he took his last breath. At that moment, the heaviness of my sin took my ability to breathe. But in that same moment, I saw my Savior, a God who loved me enough to not leave me where I was, a God who so orchestrated the events of my life to lead me to that moment, a God who washed away my sin as I knelt before him in shame, but lifted my eyes towards him as a 36-year-old woman who never fully knew him. How did I miss for 36 years that you can be in love with this precious Savior that we call Jesus? Mm. And like, and it goes on and on and on. Um, on that page, just an overwhelming 
um, gratitude um, for what he um, allowed me to walk through um, so that I could um, see who I was without him. And that was absolutely a mess. The, the more of a mess that we are, the more we see our need for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that when life is going okay and everything's going along, we think, you know, we got this. We don't see a need for him. But in that moment, I was able to see my desperate need for him and revealed to me that I would forever be that way. I mean, forever be a mess um, and forever be in desperate need of him. Mm-hmm. And so I, I did. I fell in love with him on that day. Yeah. And um, and it just changed everything yeah. for me. Yeah. And it changed everything for us. And, you know, it's it's funny. People probably think that this is maybe planned, but we've never read each other's journals. Mm-mm. Like, this is, this is real life happening here. And I flipped a couple of pages later because I have an entry from Saturday, September 3rd, which is the very next day mm-hmm. of what you're talking about. And my journal said, yesterday was the spiritual breaking point for Heather. And it said she was sat down with friends, for tough love, and for the first time, they got her to understand that her entire life has been all about her, and she shared with me what the Holy Spirit had done in her life, and I actually said the words, I believe you. And and then, I, I just, a couple of pages over, I mean, this is a little bit longer into the to the journal, and I did journal every day, I'm, I, I confess. You did or did not? I did not, did I did not. Yet. Um, but uh, just a little bit, you know, a few days at some point, and it says, we are now learning how to love each other and redefining our marriage. There is a real excitement about what we can be for each other that we have never been before. Mm. And like, that's death to life. Absolutely. And, you know, you went from death to life in the transformation of your heart and then because of that, we were able to walk along beside each other and transform our marriage from death to life. The last thing I want to share, this journal of mine, you know, it's got, I don't know how many pages of journal entries. It's not a lot. I was, I'm, I stink at journaling. Mm-hmm. So I even said that in one, like you can see there's a gap of like two weeks and I'm like, ah, I really stink at journaling. Mm-hmm. But if you flip through the pages there's marriage intensive notes Mm -hmm. and then there's a marriage retreat notes Mm -hmm. and then you keep going further from that and there's notes about the book that we're going to write and then Mm -hmm. there's notes about our marriage ministry that Mm -hmm. 10 years later we now have and there's quotes and things and I'm like it's the same journal Mm -hmm. like you just flip the pages Mm -hmm. and you literally go from death to life. Mm-hmm. How, I mean, it's only Jesus that you can go from, I am six days into the worst nightmare than anyone could ever imagine. And then halfway through the journal, there's notes about a marriage ministry mm-hmm. that we're starting. Right. It's, it's, there's not, it's nothing short of miraculous, which is exactly what happened on Easter Sunday. And I just want to, you know, first, declare over you how proud I am for the steps that you took in transformation and I know that you would say 
and it's not you. It's what Jesus did in you, but you allowed that. And at the same time, what we allowed Jesus to do in our marriage. And so I just want to encourage all of our listeners, no matter where you are, like the word transformation has been on my heart so much over just the last week or so. And especially today as we were leading worship, I just kept, and even when we were praying through um, the worship center today, I just kept praying for transformation, transformation, transformation. And that's what it's going to take. That's what it takes to go from death to life mm. is transformation. And it all starts in your own heart. Mm. And so our encouragement to you is be willing for a transformation to happen. Allow God to transform your life. And then if your marriage needs transformation, allow him to transform your marriage as well. So I hope that on this Easter Sunday, at least this is when we're talking, that we're able to bring you some hope, bring you um, some real hope that anything Jesus can turn from death to life. So uh, thank you all for listening. We will be excited to be back with you in a week. See you next time.